So this is a special talk for the month of March from Every Evolving, which is a product of Mentor My Sister. And it is speaking to the topic of acceptance. I'm talking about acceptance this month uh, because I've had a lot of challenges here personally. And because I have, I want to make it easier for the next sister to not walk in the same steps that I did. So when I talk about acceptance, I'm talking about choosing you, thinking about your health, your wholeness, your well-being, and that's mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, financially, and whatever else, Lee, uh, that is necessary. Um, One of the things that I've done for myself is create my own self-law. And I have a course about this, and I am finishing it up, but it talks about looking at how to address your own self-esteem with confidence and being able to know how to walk it out on a daily and a continual basis. And so when you create a self-law, you are working to create an atmosphere that embraces the things that you love about yourself, about your strengths, and one of the questions in my self-law course is about what are your three greatest strengths? And here's what I know about me. I am balanced. I am one who self-evaluates constantly. And I am one who possesses self-warmth. And I love Uh, being an understanding person and encouraging others in understanding themselves. (laughs) And so when I stay in these places, um, I tend to gain a greater sense sense of self-worth. I tend to manage myself better because I'm always thinking about balance and what keeps me within that framework. I'm also challenging myself to get and become more balanced, uh, to think about my joy, right? And to think about self-evaluation. And when I do those three things, I tend to walk in my self-law. I have taken years and years and years to find this out about myself. (laughs) And so, I am learning that when I maintain this type of identity within, um, I am not struggling. And I am one who used to struggle quite a bit, actually. Uh, So I'm learning how to stay, again, in that realm of balance and to determine what I need to remain balanced. And 
I think that's one of the biggest things is just being able to notice that and to maintain it with consistency. I want to talk about briefly about how to acquiesce, how to yield without protest, because that's how we learn to let go of things and accept things that we can't change. The serenity prayer says, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference, right? But it also goes on to talk about taking one day at a time (laughs) and not trying to fill your plate full. And so what I'm learning about the power of being able to acquiesce is that you understand what's most important to you. You keep that in your peripheral vision and you maintain that this is what it's going to take. This is the level of energy and fidelity and loyalty that it's going to take towards my goals to keep me focused. When we don't do this, we tend to get stuck, quite honestly. And so, what does being stuck look like? Being stuck looks like allowing others to lead you and drive your boat. It means you talk negative about yourself, you call yourself names, you tend to um, go in the circle of it. And I remember there are days where I just could not stop talking bad about myself. Somewhere in my lifetime, it miraculously disappeared. But I believe that a lot of it had to do with affirmation and being able to find some good things to say about myself. And a lot of them, quite honestly, were just scriptures that I put all around my house and I said on a continual basis. I kid you not, after I did this, um, it's just like my whole mentality shifted. And I just stopped talking bad about myself. Um, I'm not sure what will work for you, but affirmations work. If you use them like they're supposed to be used and you keep them close by, they will work. Um, I think that I realized that I also was broken. And this is another thing that helped me not to be stuck. Helped me not to numb out. Um... I chose not to numb. I chose to deal with things. If I noticed something was wrong, I made a plan to deal with it or to talk to someone about it or to address it in some way, whether it was spiritually or just with a friend or socially or even counseling. And so in trying to keep my happiness and um, first and foremost, and choosing to not dwell in dissatisfaction, I learned how to move on. I also set good emotional boundaries. I, I learned who I could trust and who I couldn't. And when patterns began to develop of me calling myself names or treating myself bad, a lot of times they were directly related to who I was in relationship with. And so I had to get out of those relationships or end them in order to move on. Um, Once you develop a sense of self-determination about 
what you're going to do to accept yourself. It might be journaling, it might be writing, it might be living that self-law to the fullest. It might be keeping a focus and self-evaluating regularly and continually and a couple times a week. You become healthy, you become aware, you stay balanced, and you acquiesce. You yield. And I really think that those are essentially the keys to becoming your own friend. To becoming your own friend. It's so important to be your own friend. So, hope that works for you. And take care.